When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In our infamous episode called Movies We Should Have Seen By Now, I had Gladiator in my, I think it was my number one, maybe even. I don't know. It was in my top five. Mm-hmm. I know that. Uh, but today we're doing an episode on it. So now I can f- take that off that <laughs> list now. I can move it down yeah. a peg. What's, uh, what's up next? Uh, but this one also <laughs> came up when we, last time we talked, or maybe two episodes ago, we talked about Joaquin Phoenix, great yep. top performances, and uh, you claim to have seen enough of, jo- of Joaquin Phoenix's performance in this movie to uh, put him on the list. To allow it. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, there's, a, turns out, it's much to my... My my memory kind of forgot a much bigger movie. It turns out about a three hour movie, which I didn't remember this thing being quite that long. But there's actually a lot in here besides Joaquin Phoenix performance. Yeah, I remember uh, last night I texted you. I was like, "Hey, you really want to do this? Uh, you really want to do this episode? It's <laughs> doing, uh, I'm trying to prep for our other episode too, right. and you know, it's uh, well, we're and, locked in it now. Yeah, I, think, but, I, I think I said I only had about 45 minutes left. So yeah, there's no so, way I was going to start something yeah, else. You had already committed, and I was yeah. like, all right, you know. Just checking, just checking. But yeah, it's, it's and it's I did leave the choice one. to you, by the way. You did In prep. I said I want to give you the choice this yeah, week. And what a uh, what a kind young man you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm a very yes. Very but yeah, you you gave me the choice, and yeah, Gladiator is what I went with because I, I've you know I've seen bits and pieces of it. Like like you said, I've seen the Joaquin Phoenix parts. Um, one thing I will say right off the bat is the CGI in this movie hasn't held up. No, not not very much. Uh, it doesn't look quite as good. Now, we're talking 2000. 2000, yeah, 19 years ago, almost yep. 20 years ago. Well, interesting about that is this movie won five Oscars, and one of them was special effects. So for <laughs> Choking the, on my beard. I know, right? But for the time, it looked good. Yeah, but... Even in, in, in Lord of the Rings 2001, I mean, that was just a way yeah. better special effects. Different kind of thing. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Although, you know, the special effects in this one haven't aged well, I would agree. Um, but that's not a big part of the movie. No, I know. I'm, There's I'm just, lots of yeah. set pieces. Yeah. Not, but I agree. And one of the things that just plagues movies from this era is the slow motion. <laughs> yes. They just did it. They loved it. They all did it. And not, you know, it looks so it's so jarring yeah. to see that slow motion now. Uh, and now this is a Ridley Scott film. I'm trying to think, though. Is he known for his slow motion? I don't think so, really. Yeah, I think it's just a function of the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's um, known for his visuals. Yeah, uh, his visuals, absolutely. Well, uh, now, I don't know here, but um, there's this, that style of the battle where the camera speed is different. Mm-hmm. I don't I want don't want to say this is the first movie to do that, but that is definitely a staple in all movies since where mm-hmm. there's sword fighting, the the you know the the dirt flying in the air, right. the camera's moving at a different speed than yeah, the actual battle. Yeah, that kind of a thing with things yeah. to make it look like it's faster than it actually is, that kind of thing. I, I don't want to say that he 
pioneered that then, but this is certainly one of the earlier instances of that, wouldn't you think? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of... Sword fights uh, and that sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, you I see mean, that in Game of Thrones constantly oh, and all kinds 100%. of action movies. I mean, the, be- yeah. the beginning of this movie, I'm just thinking Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah. the whole time, especially someone who hasn't seen the movie all the way through and has seen Game of Thrones many times. It was like, you know, especially with the fur, the fur that, uh, the fur coat that um, uh, Maximus is wearing, yep, Russell, Russell Crowe's Crow, character. Yep. Um, now, I don't know about you, maybe it's just to me, but I love ancient Rome. I love the setting. I find this just whole thing very fascinating. I find the history very fascinating, and I need, I, I'm always wanting to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what definitely drew me to this movie even more, and also. I mean, not to go back on Game of Thrones, but I think Game of Thrones helped me enjoy this movie as okay. well. Yeah, um, no, I can see but that. Yeah, no, Ancient Rome. Yeah, I mean, I love the little the little uh, excerpt at the beginning of about what Ancient Rome was like at the height of its power. It ruled right. from the North Africa to all the, the way to England. Yeah, England. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, that was that was quite interesting, you know, to to learn about that. Um. And I even looked up that Maximus and and uh, what was it, Commodus? Commodus. Yeah. Commodus. Uh, Commodus was real. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know about Maximus, but either way, this movie was totally like right fictional. I mean, it's very loosely based on on Commodus. Um yeah, I don't think this one's not pretending to be accurate. Right. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the whole the whole themes. But right away I'm I'm in, in enamored by Russell Crowe's speech at the beginning, you know, it, it definitely reminded me of Braveheart. It reminded me of uh um Game of Thrones, you know, his whole thing about, you know, our uh, what we do now will echo in eternity. Three weeks from now I will be harvesting my crops. Imagine where you will be. And it will be so. If you find yourself alone, riding in green fields with the sun on your face, do not be troubled. For you are in Elysium. And you're already dead! (laughs) Brothers, what we do in life Echoes in eternity. And it's true. Yeah. I mean, he was not a real character, right. but certainly the things that were done there uh, did echo into into eternity. I mean, uh, and here we are. As you said, we didn't start in Rome. We're in the middle of where Germany, France, somewhere, they're fighting these tribes. Germania, Germania as they yeah. call it that back then. Right. They're far from home. Right. They're in the cold. As you said, he's wearing furs and all that. And I really like... Uh, well, the thing about the movie is it's in sort of sections, and we start up, we're in this campaign to begin with, and it kind of lingers a bit and tells, it sort of tells a story of what what these characters are doing in this spot, out in this campaign, and then the battle. I mean, the fire, yeah. those what, those pots of flaming oil that right. explode? It's got to be worse. You've seen like flaming boulders and stuff like that, but that's got to be worse, right. right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's in... Yeah, I mean, I, I not to bring it up again, but you Game of Thrones had to have taken from this, yeah. you know, after watching this. Like it's just like it's so that style. Yeah. Um I mean the the violence is brutal, you know, but it's not 
I feel like it was still in 2000, so we weren't showing as brutal of things as we were, are showing now. So, like, it, it feel like the violence, like it, when someone was getting chopped in the head or something, they they kept, they yeah. cut the camera just in time. Do we want to call it tasteful? Yeah, it was, it was taste. It was tasteful violence. Um, it's, but a lot of it is a soft R, right? Yeah, right. It's not like just trying to gross you out right. or do something extreme. Definitely not. Yeah. And yeah. this stuff, there's no CGI in any of this stuff in the beginning, and it's all brilliant. Yeah. The action sequences. Yeah, I love these action sequences. And uh, the score, what did you think of that? Uh, the score is amazing. I'm yeah. going to be listening. Who did the score? Was it John ha- Williams might have been really? involved. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. I'm going to either say John Williams or, or Hans Zimmer. That's that's oh, oh. usually the, the safe bet. Oh, maybe it's Zimmer. Yeah, I don't know. But looking through, the by the way, the five uh, is the one for best picture, best actor in a leading role to Russell Crowe, best costume design, best effects or comma visual effects, and then... Uh, and best. Then, oh, yeah, best actor in a supporting role, which is Joaquin Phoenix, which got us in nominated, there. nominated, win, right? Yeah. Exactly, nominated also for screenplay, and then uh, no score. I want. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, best cinematography nominee, Oscar nominee for best editing, Oscar not. Oh, just maybe not. Oh, sorry, nominated for best music and original score. So it was Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, and yeah. uh, nominated for best art directed uh, art direction. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Uh, you know, looking at it in 2019 odds, it's like, wow, how could it be, you know, win best visual effects? But, you know, makes makes sense. I mean, well, yeah, we're I mean, talking 20 years ago. <laughs> I mean, take any, I mean, any movie, what, not, you're going to go to a 1990 movie and say, oh, that looks like crap. Why did it win? You know, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Very true. But it didn't rely on that. Yeah. This wasn't, say, The Phantom Menace. Right. Which was heavily reliant on CGI. Right. This one had it in parts, but the best parts of the movie and the most effective parts and really, you know, most of it was all set pieces, physical stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, that, I mean, it's all, the only CGI parts I know is just uh, of the Scenes of Rome. cities of Rome, yeah. the, you know, the outside of Rome. The and crowds. Then, so when you show, you know, uh, Russell Crowe like floating almost, like when he's laying down and floating over the, you know, obviously that's a green screen. Um, yeah, what is that? That one where, like, when he's taken as a slave and the ground is moving around. Was, was yeah. really Scott just being indulgent here? Well, I mean, he Showing does the that time at the passing end, too. To, yeah. He does he that at the end like when it, he's or? going into the afterlife or whatever. So I don't... Um, what, you, you, don't didn't, you don't like it? I don't know. I'm not saying I didn't... I'm, it's just it's yeah. different. You didn't like it? I don't know. No, I liked it. Okay, yeah. so what didn't... Just the Rome stuff? Are you talking about visual effects? Yeah, I mean, that counts as a visual effect. So you didn't oh, mind yeah, the Russell no, Crowe stuff? I was just mentioning what the visual effects were. I wasn't knocking that, but uh, yeah, they, just the when they showed the Colosseum and stuff, I was like, wow, that yeah. is. And even when they're like standing on a balcony or something, you can totally tell they're in front of a green screen. Right. It's like, but it, uh, anyways, that's so that's almost neither. moving to nitpicky. Yeah, a absolutely. Bit. No, I mean, a little hundred percent. But yeah. it's true. Yeah, you look at it and it's like, yeah, we've we've yeah. advanced here, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, should they do like a special edition? You know, I wonder that. You know, yeah, um, just to pipe in. I mean, nobody cares now, but to just add. I mean, how much would it cost? You know, right? Just to, yeah, just by now, that I mean, we've got all the uh, cityscapes. Just, I, to- I will say. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the one one time I actually audibly laughed, and me and my wife both audibly laughed, was when he's in the Coliseum fighting, and and the the um, woman who's fighting along with him or fighting against him, like all of a sudden goes. 
like raises her hands up high and gets sliced in half. Like we were just like, what? Yeah, what just happened here? Like, where? Why was she there? She yeah. didn't move. Yeah, I know that was. Ah! <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, this first action sequence is great. But no, you're right. I mean, it, the movie it's not a perfect movie. There are some moments, yeah. and some of the dialogue's a little clunky. It's not perfect. Well, you know, but. Uh, but I think, um, I don't know, i just ask you this. I mean, just in general as a film from 2000, how do you think it held up? I mean, very well. I mean, other than the effects, I mean, it's it's it moved me. You yeah. know, it, it definitely, it's... It's a really good we, story, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's a story about vengeance and story, you know, I love that. You know, story about vengeance, story about just, you know, overcoming the odds. You know, that's, that's the stories we long for. You know, it's in this movie and just the... And, and I love the themes of it. And we always talk about Ridley Scott and how he loves to make movies about... He's definitely a spiritual guy, yeah. it seems like. Well, a like, lot of stuff about the afterlife in right, this movie. Very yeah. heavy on that. I mean, a very lot of much what's driving so. these characters is what's beyond And this. what's great in one of his speech at the beginning is just like, you know, if, if you find yourself at the with the sun at your back and you're in a green field, don't worry because you're in Elysium and you're already dead. You know, it's just like... Oh, it's kind of morbid, but you know, a little bit inspiring. <laughs> yeah, like absolutely. don't worry. Like, yeah. this is just um, there's a there's a line in uh, Return of the King from Gandalf yeah. that you'll get to, and it's sort of like <laughs> you you'll get to it eventually. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but anyways, but uh, Pippin says like, "Is this the end?" Essentially, and Gandalf is like, "No, this isn't the end." Yeah, there's a this is where like doom is is like, right, about yeah. to come upon them, and he's like, he tells them about you know green fields and white shores and. You know, there's another, there's something beyond this. It's that it's that comfort, that right. hope, that yeah, god damn it, life sucks right now, but I gotta just like buck up and <laughs> like find my courage and then I'm gonna get through it and no matter what happens, I know that there's something else ahead right. for me. Yeah. That, that you know, that hope. That's definitely a huge theme of this movie and I love the whole I would say the the a good phrase for this movie is not yet. Yeah, you know, I, yes, I will meet them again, but not yet. Yeah, you know, I still have my life to live. You know, um, well, yes, is, and that applies for Maximus and uh, his his other gladiator friends. Right, they've all got their they're essentially all taken as slaves and made to fight in these fighting pits, and they've got their own lives and their own tragedies, and they all want to get either back to a life that they had or something, and that's what keeps them going is mm-hmm. that that idea that there is. Okay, not today, but you know tomorrow. Or right. I'm waiting. I'm I'm holding back for that moment, or you know something. Just to, I don't know whatever it's gonna be. And what's great about this movie is how they show the relationship with Maximus and 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 the Caesar that was then played um, by Richard Harris. Richard uh, Harris, Marcus yep. Aurelius. How good is he in this he's, for a little bit? Yeah, yeah. The little bit he's in it, he's great. Um, yeah, he he did a really good job. But uh, just yeah, just the the relationship him and Maximus has just definitely is interesting because you you get to meet his actual son who is Commodus walking yeah. in Phoenix. How about that contrast? Yeah. So they have this battle that we we alluded to. Uh, Maximus Russell Crowe as a general who leads the troops as Marcus Aurelius is is watching. They kill them brutally. They win a great victory. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Russell Crowe's like, I want to go home. He's like, well, grant that. And then here comes Commodus, Joaquin Phoenix, way late to the battle. Right. I mean, dude, you couldn't even 
You could just sit in the back. Yeah. I love how he rides up to it and yeah. everything. He's like, so I'm ready to fight. Or I forget what he says exactly, but it's something along those lines. Yeah. Like, I'm ready to fight. He's like, uh, it's over. So what do you think? <laughs> do you think he just couldn't be bothered? Was he just late? Does he just not care? Is he just yeah, doing his own thing? Is I think he, it's him being a coward. Is he cowardice? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why, I mean. Or did, is he a coward? Sorry. Said, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I said, is he cowardice? That's not a, <laughs> I think no, it's, the, sa- it's the same thing. <laughs> Either way. Either way, it's fine. Right. But you. You could still sit in the back, but even right. he couldn't be bothered to even do that because no. it was just, that's not my thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely him being a coward. I think that's what they were showing and just... Is he afraid that thing like they might get overrun and that's going to endanger his life and I'm going to wait until yeah. they secured battle Especially before the, I show up? Uh, the, you know, they explain that Germania, they're barba- barbarians. So he's and, scared. Yeah, absolutely. He's got I his think cushy that's life. 100% what, what they were invoking there interesting bit of foreshadowing we get here um but i just want to mention just so we don't forget we actually see commodus's uh ability in hand-to-hand fighting yeah surrounded by a bunch of guards i'm really glad they showed that it's kind of not, it was like 10 seconds but it was actually kind of beautifully choreographed it was, wasn't yeah. it yeah yeah walking phoenix who we who we both love yeah <laughs> we're we're no but yeah we we love walking phoenix did a whole episode on him uh and his movies and yeah he just does an excellent job of just you know I, seeing it seeing him in a physical role yeah is almost rare you know seeing right. him in an action type role is yes. like wow i didn't realize he could do that and as we said in the episode he does of our all of his great performances are a very different characters a big variety of roles and something you said earlier that contrast between commodus and maximus and marcus realis it could not be marcus Aurelius, it could not be more stark you've got uh, maximus who wins this battle and we've got Commodus, who shows up late, Marcus Aurelius basically is like, screw you, I'm getting out of here, I'm tired, right. I need to go back, I don't right. want, you don't get any of this glory, this doesn't belong to you, and then he, it's Richard Harris, you know, he's he's a dying old man, and what does he do? He wants to give the Empire to, not his son, right. to Maximus, to and this Maximus. is a serious conflict here. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is rough to watch, uh, especially when he breaks the news to Commodus. Right. Uh, that's when it's like, Oh damn! And then you, in a way, you kind of feel for Commodus here, when Commodus is like, "I have other virtues. I have this. I have that. I have this." You know, and he never felt loved by his father. He right. feels shortchanged yeah. by a father who never loved him ever. Not just because of the way I'm acting now, but I never feel like you ever loved me. And for Aurelius to be like, you know, your sort of, yeah. um, shortcomings as a son are my my failures as a father. Yeah, like I felt that. I was just like, "Oh wow, okay." <laughs> you know, it's it's so layered here. You know, and, and Marcus Aurelius is almost asking for. It's a difficult position for him because he's breaking bad news and then asking for forgiveness. Right. He's like, "Yeah, I understand. Like, I was I was not there for you. I was, you know, a bad father. You know, to him, anyways. I mean, he seems like a good father to me. <laughs> but um, that's he's not getting forgiveness yeah. here." Yeah, and not it's so much. He wasn't just handing over the empire to Maximus. What he wanted him to do was basically be a caretaker and then to restore the republic, hand it yes. back to the senators and to the people and not have an empire anymore, or at least right. an emperor. And that does, certainly, and even that concept, I mean, even if Marcus Aurelius had said that to Commodus, here I'm handing, if he had trusted him, I'm handing this to you, I want you to do this. He wouldn't have liked that. No, I, definitely no way. Not. 
Yeah, so so Commodus is a is a coward. He's one and then it's also established that he wants power. He wants to control it's his people. right. Yeah. It's his birthright. Yeah. And you see interesting stuff with him and his sister Lucila. Yeah, well, you, you he finds her attractive. Lucila? Is that her, is that her name? I don't know. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at it right here. It's Usila. Usila? But say that again. Usila? What's the other one? Usila. <laughs> Usilaya. Usila. <laughs> okay, what's happening? Luc- um, Lucilla. Lucilla. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Connie Nielsen, who's, uh, I think, quite nice in this movie. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, and then so uh, so basically what happens here is that, you know this gets revealed uh, Maximus what uh, Marcus Rila says uh, to Maximus you've got till sundown to figure this out yeah something to like give that, me a decision yeah. breaks the bad news to Commodus Commodus is like no <laughs> this isn't happening goes and has Maximus arrested and is going to be executed and killed yeah Done. well he smothers his father oh, yeah, in his kills, chest. Yeah, yeah kills his father yeah so we yeah. skipped over that yeah kills Richard Harris Yep. Me emperor now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. Me, <laughs> me emperor now. <laughs> but yeah, the whole the whole sequence when Maximus gets uh, arrested and everything, and and he goes and he's like, "Kill me like a soldier," you know, because they were about to just chop his head off, and they're like, "All right, we'll respect your wishes." What, and, down the down the neck uh, to the spine or whatever. Yeah, neck yeah. to spine, and he grabs the sword and just destroys all of them. And at first, you're like, "Well, that's got to cut his hands, right? right?" But then you see it at the end of the act. Yeah. Bleeding like crazy. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's, and he it's, gets a decent wound on there's, his there's, shoulder. Yeah, and I love that. There's yeah, the the plot holes are not you know they're not terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it, there are none. It's a pretty I mean, tight movie. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, you know, it shows him as a fighter. He's able to take out five guys at once. You know, you who are all it? armed. Yeah. It's like okay, yeah, I could, I could believe this guy's a gladiator. Right. Um, yeah, I mean the guy led people in the battle. He, he's been fighting his whole life. He's he's a, he's he's the best at it. This yeah. would be a perfect thing. Although there is one, there is one plot hole. It's just later. Do we want to wait till then? No, just say it. So it, when he when he reveals himself as Maximus to Commodus to everyone, my name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the North, general of the Felix Legions, loyal servant to the true emperor Marcus Aurelius. Father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. Because everybody knows who he is. The senators are scheming. I wonder why isn't there more... I don't want to try to think of it because we don't have that sort of system now, but uh, I don't know. Say, oh, oh, say Barack Obama was. We said he's dead, and then he shows up somewhere and be like... We're just gonna keep him down here. No, like it didn't seem like there was enough. Yeah, like, like there was rock. no one rallying behind him. Yeah, like, why isn't he leading us? Like unless Commodus had such a tight control on everybody, yeah. that's the only thing. Well, I, I could think, think it of. was the Praetorians, Praetorian that, Guard. Yeah, yeah, Praetorian Guard that kind of kept things. But to what were, it was. Like, but yeah, where is the rest Maximus's of the army? The rest of the, well, they were camped out. Whatever. But yeah, but it, just in general, like not just the crowd, but like senators, people yeah. in government, like oh. Yeah, Maximus. He's our hero. Like, why aren't or Barack we, Obama or Barack Obama? Whatever you know, <laughs> something. But maybe, it, maybe it's just the fact that communist was such a tyrant that everybody was afraid, right? Yeah. And maybe, well, as we saw in that final battle, uh, what's the guy's name? Quintus, his sort of assistant yeah. general. At that point, he's like, you know what? Now you have no power. I'm not going to give you a sword. 
So maybe that sort of answers itself. Yeah, definitely. I and but, I, I read a little bit about the real Commodus, and he uh, he totally went mad and even fought in the in the gladiator pits himself to like. That's real. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah he was. That's... He, he went mad. <laughs> So yeah, the Commodus stuff is kind of accurate. Um, That's no, well, not, fascinating. Yeah, I mean, that I wouldn't like say the, accurate because Commodus in this movie, when he finally goes in the gladiator, pits he went is, in the fighting pits. That's, yeah, that just blows my mind. I know because that seems like something <laughs> totally made for the movies. Yeah, no, yeah. This is why I love ancient uh, Rome. According to the article I read, anyways, I yeah, don't know. I know. Uh, yeah. you know it's actual accurate information, <laughs> but um, <laughs> some yeah, scholars so, so dispute this account. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Commodus, or I'm sorry, Maximus is taken and and taken by Proximo. He's bought by Proximo. Oliver Reed plays well, Proximo. Yeah, and before he uh, gets taken away, he asks uh, Quintus, you know, take care of my family. He's like, they'll see you in the un- in the un- afterlife, implying, oh uh, we're yeah, gonna kill them. So Russell Crowe escapes and then hustles his way over to his family estate, and they are both of his his son trampled, his yep. wife raped. Both yeah. hanged, hanged, uh, which we learn is they're crucified. They're like on a cross. Yeah. They don't show that, but um, not good. And yeah. then he just basically collapses from grief, exhaustion, his wounds, and then gets picked up by these slavers. I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah, by Proximo and yeah. slavers. Uh, Dijomon uh, Hansu, which we've seen in a lot of movies, who plays Juba, who kind of heals his wounds and stuff. Yep. Um, he was good in this. But I thought the guy, I want to just mention, that the guy who played Proximo, the actor, was, I thought, yes, was I was, fantastic. Yeah, a I, really it, standout supporting role. Oliver Reed, who plays uh, Proximo. Yeah, so I thought good. he was amazing. Yeah, I mean. This character really helps the movie a yeah, lot. Yeah, definitely. He, you know, the, the scene with him, you know, just saying, you know, talking to the original slaver, just saying, like, you know, the dragons or dragons <laughs> the giraffes won't mate uh and just you know you're oh, that thinking guy like this, who was in oh, the mummy yes yeah he plays like the exact same guy that stupid voice that's exactly what i thought and like i was thinking like of when they were trying to hang uh brendan frazier and he's like his neck did not break so he must strangle to death it brought me back to all that but yeah proximo the actor who plays proximo was just amazing thought he was great this was his last one of his last roles actually his last role he died in 99 this movie was released in 2000 so that was it yeah he was fantastic yeah he was great in this role i thought he was great and i love the progression of his character because at first i thought he was just gonna be a dick and you know total you know asshole to to russell crowe's character but you find out he was actually a gladiator himself yeah and i think that that showing something like that a minor character like that having an arc is part of what makes this movie a great movie yeah absolutely yeah i mean i mean even russell crowe's like cupbearer uh, you know in the beginning of the movie yeah. you know it kind of plays a big role in this movie as well uh but uh but, but yeah the, the proximo reveal well it what's great about it is for proximo because it's so well done by the actor revealing that he himself was a gladiator who was freed by marcus aurelius and then he became basically a guy who helps other gladiators whatever uh but what it does is because there's a moment there where Okay, where's Russell Crowe, Maximus? Where's he going? He's just gonna be a gladiator. Like the connection yeah. between 
Like, how is he getting to where he's supposed to go? And that's where it gets revealed by Proximo saying, okay, I was a gladiator. I got to meet the emperor. Oh, light bulb Ooh. goes up and Maximus is ahead. You were a gladiator. Yes, I was. You won your freedom. A long time ago, the emperor presented me with a rudius. It's just a, a wooden sword. A symbol of your freedom. He touched me on the shoulder, and I was free. Why am I doing this, right? right? I'm fighting, but for what purpose? And I think all these guys, none of them have a purpose. I'm just staying alive, which isn't really comforting enough. But Maximus realizes if I'm fantastic, if I can dazzle the crowd, I can get to Rome and be so amazing that I could get close enough to the emperor to kill him. Right, yeah. And that's where the story really gets interesting. And it's it, it's it's. And first, well, first of all, these these gladiator scenes are amazing. Oh, I these, know. You know, especially with the first the scene where oh. they're like chained together and have to kind of <laughs> fight together, yeah. but at the same time almost kill each other. Oh. Like I didn't understand that whole dynamic. Like, what right. are they supposed to do? But anyways, but yeah, like Russell Crowe totally owns everybody. Like he, you know, and they, the, I love how they show this uh, this other Germ- Germania guy who's huge, and you know he's. He's the guy to beat essentially yeah. in these in these games, but uh, but yeah, these these scenes with him and then the whole famous "Are you not entertained?" scene. It's great, you know, because Proximo's saying like, "I'm here to entertain people." Yeah. Like you just going just in, kill killing them. people yeah. real quick. Like make a game <laughs> it's out a of sport. it. Yeah, it's a I sport. mean that was literally like, what those when the ancient Romans that was their football. Yeah, <laughs> hate to say it, or baseball right. or whatever. That was their spectator. Hell, sport. even hockey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could even say basketball. What uh, horse horse racing? Horse racing. Mm-hmm. I mean, any sort of sport. Field Dave. hockey. Field hockey. Volleyball. Vol. Yeah, volleyball. That'll work. Ping pong. Ping pong. <laughs> uh, it's not so physical, but yeah, that'll work. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just it's just I, I, you know you you got to entertain these folks, and then when he just he's like, all right, and then he just kills everyone real quick. He's like, are you not entertained? Yeah. It's like, all right. This is a guy's guys. This is almost like the the diehard of of like of uh, period pieces. Yeah, like, but like, yeah, exactly. It's it's a di- it's like a high a higher quality diehard. Right. Yeah. So for action and violence and everything, like it's like such a guys movie, but it also has that the stars. Yeah. It also has that. Theme yeah. of like the afterlife. It's like the, the ultimate guy movie. Yeah, really, in a lot of ways, <laughs> it really is. Yeah, yeah. I have to say that. Yeah, I can't think of a. If you're looking for that, I mean, if you're looking for just shoot 'em up and funny quips, then yeah, I'll go Die Hard. But if you're looking for quality guy movie, this is it. Right. I don't yeah. know if it gets better than this. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. So yeah. we're about an hour into this movie or so, and we now we're finally getting to Rome. Yeah. I yeah. think right. I don't think yeah, we see Proxima, Rome until Proxima here. speech about being a gladiator. You got to win over the people to get your freedom. Yeah, because we had that campaign up north, and then Commodus has made his way to Rome. Right, and then now the the uh, the gladiators are making their way to Rome. Yep. Interesting. I mean, they're sort of the stories are just sort of following each other, and you know, Commodus is an ass to the <laughs> Senate. He's getting creepy with his with his sister. Yeah, very creepy. It's just not good. Yeah. And then and we, I didn't realize, like, I was wondering what was going to happen, like, because it seemed like a Circe Jamie situation yeah. at first, but it's definitely one sided. Yeah, it's Commodus who yeah. wants she's, her 
Do you think, did Commodus kill her husband, you think? That's what I thought. Yeah. I think it was implied, but yeah. never said. Got the kid from Breaking Bad, who's her son. Or not Breaking Bad. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah, I was right about the break part. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got him as as the son of Lucille, Lu- Lucilla, Lucilla, Ursula, <laughs> Lucilla. <laughs> it's all well, the, yeah, it's, it's all the same. It's the same one. Really. Uh, so yeah, so there we go. And then we're, so here they are, these gladiators. I mean, they're in the the Roman Colosseum, which is, you know, towers above any little right. small thing they were in before. I mean, it's a massive, yeah, 50,000 people, I think it said it held. It's just amazing that they could build that thing back I then. I know, yeah. I mean, it's legit, like, it's, I mean, our stadiums aren't that much different yeah. from that. I mean, we made them out of steel now, but... It's like Ford Field. <laughs> That's where the Detroit Lions play. Yeah. Well, where, do the, where do the Dolphins play? They play... Uh, I don't know what they call it anymore now. Oh, Who even knows? Change names. They're the dol- they suck. Interesting thing... Is it Sun? It used to be Sun Life. It doesn't matter. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, but they well, the funny thing about that though, they 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 added a, a renovation to it where there's a um, a higher. They added shade to right. it, and it's a it's basically a structure that goes above the stadium, and it's a it's in a four. I'm really just butchering how this. That's looks okay. Like. But there's above it are this like semi-translucent platform that provides shade over the, the seating areas. And that's sort of what you saw in the Coliseum. There are these banners. Right. So where you're sitting, it's shaded, but in the action, is uh, the sun is on it. Right. This is like a technology that was just done in Miami, in, you know, two years ago that was like thousands of years yeah. old. You know, that's yeah. my point. I mean, that's how sort of advanced right, on yeah, one hand, but then barbaric crazy. on the other hand because they're just showing people butchering each right. other. That's That's all it is. And the, the the first fight is what I what I go to. You know, the first fight in that big coliseum is the one where he chops the woman in half. The chariots. Ah! Yeah, that's pretty that's, intense. Yeah, though, right? Like, man, that was an intense. But I love that he takes command here, man. He takes command. He's a he's a he's a general. You know, and he we must shows stick that together. Yeah, like I I Cold love Rock this Stadium, scene. It's so great. Oh, thank you for for <laughs> clarifying. It's so great when he's yeah. when he brings them together. We could either die individually or we could do, like do this as a yeah. team. And I love that when they do this with characters too. Not only Proximo, but the the German Germania gar, uh, gladiator, the yeah. big guy, the yeah, huge yeah, yeah. guy. Like they even change him. Like he like seemed like an asshole at first, and then he like he's on Maximus's side. I love what, I love in movies when they do that. Anyways, well, that shows just to, so the quality of our of our hero. You know, he he has. He's able to influence those, yeah. even if they're big tough guys. Like he's able to to influence them in the in the moral right direction. Yeah, it's not through intimidation right. or anything. It's just by example, by respect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this is great, great stuff we see here. Uh, another a funny uh, movie mistake here is when one of the. Uh, chariot slips over yeah. and is like going like really fast you see a tank in it oh like really a modern day tank because it's like using like underneath know, special effects like to like, oh. push it forward like i totally missed <laughs> I that i paused it and i showed my wife i was like oh look at that interesting <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> some of those death scenes were a little cheesy actually yeah like i said <laughs> death. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the concept, though, it's legitimately terrifying. Yeah. I mean, they assumed they were going to go in there and just kill them all in right. you know two minutes, and then wow, they all all those people get wiped out. Like, so if you're, I'm trying. I was thinking, like, who are those people that get sent out on those chariots? Are they paid gladiators? Are they free? Uh, yeah. Do they, do they get money? Is this like what they do for a for a job? 
Are yeah, they slaves? A, yeah, it's know. a good question because yeah, when they're first about to go out, they're like, "Oh no, is that the first, the first one?" But like, anyways, the the gladiator, they're like spinning that spiky yeah, ball yeah. thing. All those guys, yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh my god! Like, are they paid? To, are they paid? Are they? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know the. Uh, it's interesting. The but rules of that. They didn't. I mean, my assumption here, and I think uh, the audience and really everybody was, this is going to be a mop up job. It's right. not going to take very long. We're going to kill them all. It'll be no problem. Easy, easy day at the office. And they all get killed. <laughs> right. And now Aurelius, this, or I'm sorry, Commodus this whole time is trying to win over the people in a way, but at the same time, he wants to overthrow the Senate. Yeah. Uh, which was an interesting touch to this movie. Um, you get a little bit of battle there. There's yeah. the main senator, Gracchus, who's his major opponent. I thought this actor did a good job as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's just as, you know, as a, a principled man. That kind of a thing, you right? Know? I'd like to see that man in, you know, in ancient times who has these principles of Rome that he, he'll say, you know, he's not afraid to speak to the right. emperor, yeah, and you know, show him up, and that got a little testy there in that one scene, a bit, before, you know, when when Commodus goes to the Senate and he's spinning his sword, not listening about the sanitation problem or whatever, he's like, you know, try me again, say it again, I'll kill you, basically, right? Yeah, he tells Gracchus, great, great acting here by by Joaquin. But yeah, when when Russell Crowe wins over that that whole first battle, you know, and then Commodus wants to meet him. And oh, he, when when Maximus is on his horse. Oh yeah, when he gets that's the, great. He's on the white horse and he's in his uniform and he's got the sword and he's just like, oh, it's great. It's yeah. so like it is such a man movie. <laughs> yeah, right? you just, just want to like, get up off your couch yeah. and cheer. <laughs> it's such a hurrah moment. Yeah. It's like yes, uh, and then yeah, Commodus asks. asks to meet him and uh, is brought down there and you know he says I'm you know the famous line I'm Maximus Adibis, Alibis, Acadis, Ma- uh, Maximus Decimus Meridius Ooh. commander of the Normal, Northern <laughs> Army yep. he, he, uh, it's also nice he grabs that that arrow he's yeah. gonna stab him and then, and then Lucius comes so he right. can't yeah. and then he turns his back on him right who are you he's like I'm Gladiator he doesn't know what to do right my name is Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I am. <laughs> my name is Fighter. I'm fighter guy. <laughs> I'm the guy who fights. Yeah, so yeah, that's great too because, yeah, you But yeah, that. Joaquin Phoenix reaction. Yeah. That, I think this sort of stuff. He plays this so well. I mean, this could be cheese. Right. This could turn lame. And it's Joaquin Phoenix on the. We have our amazing hero, Russell Crowe, who does a fantastic job. I mean, I can't say how yeah. awesome he is in this role. Great, I mean, he's given an amazing story, and an ama- you know, like the movie is really helping him a lot. And then on the other hand, it, it turns back to an actor who we were not supposed to like, but yet we're drawn to, and he's having these facial reactions and these his the way he's delivering his lines. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix does a. I don't. Why didn't he win for this? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Don't you uh, agree? Like this could have been yeah. total cheese with another actor. Oh, this would have been lame. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I don't know if we were meant to side with him at all, but like, you know. To appreciate you, the conflict, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Man to man. Right. And and to appreciate, you know, his conflict, like his conflict to not kill him, you know, yeah. because the people liked him. So if he killed him, then the people would not right. like him. And, He's you trying know, to win popular just, support to overthrow the Senate, which right. is what you said. So, yeah. You know, you don't want to kill the their favorite guy, and he's right. trying to get their pop. He's trying to get the public's favor by having these games, right? And that's why they like him. The minute their entertainment goes away, well, now all of a sudden this guy's an asshole, and what he's doing is not so good. So, right. 
It's yeah. It's a, he's in a, he's in a hard position there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so yeah, he obviously finds out Maximus is alive, and then he gets to uh, you know trying to totally destroy him by putting him with the gladiator who's undefeated. Yeah, was he like was it retired for five yeah, years? Something like that. Back yeah. out of retirement. Yeah, this guy must have been. And paid this a is the whole famous there. tiger scene when the tigers oh, come out man. and everything, and and Maximus still wins. And the music. Yeah. Music all this and everything. is great. And yeah, yeah. This is a, a all these gladiator sequences are <laughs> just so, so awesome. It's just so great. And uh that's when you get the whole famous, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down yep. scene with, with Joaquin. You know, he basically tells Russell Crowe to kill the guy because, you know, he's down and out. And right, he refuses. And kill him. Yeah, he doesn't do it. Oh, Maximus the, the Merciful. The man who defied an emperor. Yep. Oh, man. Maximus Perfect. is just asking for it. <laughs> but meanwhile, Maximus and... Well, because he, sa- he says... Well, because he comes back down again. He's like, why didn't you do it? And he's like, I have, I, I have one life to take. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't it. Yeah. <laughs> it's <that's>... you, mother effort. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so great. And... Uh, yeah, I love it. So good. Uh, but meanwhile, Russell Crowe, Maximus, and uh, Lucila, Lucilla, Lucila, Lucila, <laughs> Ursula. They're, they're trying to basically they're trying to scheme against Commodus. They're trying to say, "Hey, we can get you escaped. We can get you back to your army, and then you can come back and and you know kill Ma- Commodus, and and you'll be you'll be done." So this wrinkle in the story, I think, is what cements it as an all-time great film. Why is that? Because we're spoiler-free here. <laughs> this gives or spoil. What are, what's the term? We're spoiler-free here. No, no we're not. We're, we're very spoilery. We're spoilery. <laughs> I got, we're spoiler full. Well, no, we were. Who are we talking to that asked us that question? It just sounds uh, like, Robin Slim. Yeah, Robin Slim and spoiler-free. Oh, no, we. I don't. I don't know. We spoil. Yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> I still have that phrase or that, that word in my mind. But what to me, anyways, what makes this an all time great film is because our our hero dies, and that the story gives you a sense of hope, right? That yeah. he can, he's gonna find his own the justice that I want as a viewer, not the justice that maybe the character deserves. But I get teased. It's a giant tease along right. the way the character mind death yeah the character's going to one path and they sort of show you this shiny object on the side yeah oh wow he's going to escape he's going to get his armies he's going to come back and then he's going to kill commodus and then he's going to restore the republic no not but so much what actually happens is just as good so like the thing that might have happened in your mind would have been great but the thing that actually happened was just as great and I love holding those two ideas at the same time. And either one of those options would have been great. But that's what I mean. I, I love this this other, oh, he's going to, he, yeah. he could do this. But because as an audience, you're like, we want the good guy to win. We want him to escape and to yeah. live happily ever after. Right. But in the context of this movie and the mythology it, it presents and everything, him dying is the absolute ultimate freedom and ultimate prize. Absolutely. That's, that's he's got two things to do. 
kill Commodus and get to his family. Get to his in family. In the afterlife. In the afterlife. In Elysium. Yeah. Elysium, as he yeah. says at the beginning of the movie. Not um, the Matt Damon movie. Yeah. No. <laughs> not, the, not that. Not going there. But yeah, you're you're right about it. You know, it's try teasing us. You know, it's saying this character. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, you think it's going to follow a classic movie trope. A of, lesser movie would have done this. Yeah. A yeah. classic movie trope of going and okay, he gets sidetracked a little and and pushed back because that's what always happens but then eventually he'll he'll get out yeah but that is not what happens like you said and that's what is what makes us one of the great movies is just his escape is foiled all yep. everybody basically dies his uh assistant there i forget his name uh, yeah. was loyal to him who handed him which was actually a really nice scene when he handed him the wood carvings of his mm-hmm. family oh that was yeah. really emotional that was good good stuff he gets he's hang, he's, not, he's sitting on the horse with a noose around his neck. I mean that was yeah that, that was sucked. brutal. And then here we go, Commodus is gonna fight. You know the yep. coward. Like really, he's gonna fight? Yeah. Are you kidding me? And he changed his outfit. You know he was in all black before. Now he's in right. this, this like fluffy white thing. Right. And stabs freaking Maximus in the lung. Yep. And what a bastard! Yeah, what a what an asshole! <laughs> Um, no, seriously, yeah, I mean, he's, uh, yeah, he's, like, you're like, wow, he's actually gonna fight in the pits, and then he's like, yeah, but not not a full strength Mac- Maximus, are you kidding me? I, yeah, this one, I feel like I'm the jerk in the crowd, well, not the jerk in the crowd, but the idiot in the crowd, I feel like, boo, you know, I'm, like, there with <laughs> right. them, there's the, actually the one time where a Commodus comes out, and they, I think they boo him, right, the second time, and they're like, no, you know, and he feels that, and I, I'm, like, I'm becoming, it's almost like pro wrestling, right? right. Am I a good guy or am I a bad guy? You know, and I'm like cheering back and right, forth. Right, yeah. Um, what did you think of this fight sequence? Uh, I mean, it was it was uh, very... Satisfying? Satisfying, yeah. climactic, and yeah, I mean, it just... You, you, you see the cowardice of, of Commodus right when he stabs, you know, uh, Maximus before they fight, and he says, yep. cover, the, cover his wound. And then I just love that, you know, uh, Maximus is kind of getting the best of him and, you know, the soldiers are drawing their, their swords, but then the other soldier, the main soldier, Quintus, yeah, Quintus is like, no, sheath your swords. I think that's what I was saying earlier. He finally has an opportunity to not be under this guy's control. Right. And now I'm going to let things play out. Right. Yeah. Because this is the rule of the games. I I don't want to call Quintus a good guy because he's not. But I, I do feel like he was operating under uh, power above him, right? Yeah, and following orders. And here's his chance. Doesn't make him good. Does it's not? And that, that's that's the whole thing with him in the scene where you know those two guys are going to get killed because they let they knew Maximus was wasn't dead. Yeah, you know, and right. then Joaquin Phoenix is standing right in the middle of them, saying to kill them, and uh, Quintus has to has to give the orders to do so. Um, so I think this is Quintus kind of getting back at him in a, l- a little bit. Well, yeah, because well, Commodus said they lied to him that he was dead, right? So they were afraid right. to bring him bad news. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why, you know, because you're terrifying and you're a psycho and yeah. you want to. And your, your eyes are weird. Your eyes are. They're always. He <laughs> <laughs> got dark circles. It's all the time. Yeah, well, they give him makeup or something. I don't know what they did there. Well, what do you think of Commodus uh, when he kind of reveals to his sister that he knows his plan? He tells. Lucius that he he's going to tell him a story about how 
he, this king was betrayed or whatever. That was that was pretty intense. Yeah, it was, and we've kind of glossed over. There's a few of these kinds of scenes where they're very tense. Yeah. And Joaquin Phoenix is showing his acting here. Yeah, and a lot of the stuff, and it's he's he has a terrifying way. I mean, when he puts her on the bed, yeah, it's weird because he, he won't rape her. He want he actually wants her to consent. Yeah, he wants her to want him, and she won't. Yeah, and it does, but it never stops him from trying. Right, he doesn't really. He's going about it in a really creepy <laughs> yeah. way, you know. And then finally a, he. He kind of has her, and he's like, "If you don't consent to this, Lucius will die. If you don't, you know, if you kill yourself, Lucius will die." Right? You know, so kind of puts her in a rough situation. I think you're right that he had her, uh, the father killed. Yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, I would say like surely. Yeah, I'm definitely right, Dave. <laughs> I'm definitely right. Uh, uh, yeah. So then we. Yeah. So this. Sorry, we have this battle, and then you know it goes on and on and on. Uh, Russell Crowe Maximus is really having a hard time. I mean, he's barely hanging on. Yeah. But he, and then they both lose their swords, and then Commodus pulls out his dagger. And uh, Maximus turns that dagger yeah. around on him and slowly. Right into the jugular. <laughs> right into, into the throat. throat. <laughs> oh, that's a yeah. great death scene. Yeah, a great kill, satisfying. Kill scene. Yeah. Even though our hero is going to die as well, it's still satisfying to see the uh, atrocious yeah. Commodus die this along nice. with him. Yeah. And then we've got the sequence... You know, he's making it. He gets he gets to the afterlife, right? Elysium, right? Beautiful. It yeah. really is beautiful. I love it. I the can't score, ask anything more for this character. The to do. score is yeah. amazing. Just everything about it. And then when uh, the one character buries the wooden uh, figures of his wife and son, yeah, that's it, great. And he and says, it, "I'll meet you again, just not yet." Um, yeah, not, not yet. yet. Yep, he's doing. Maybe he's got something he's got to do. Right. You know, to make try to make things right in this world before I can move on. And maybe that's it. Right. I got a I got a mission here still, you know, to try to do something, and then I'll be there. Right, love that. And even before that, um, everybody else comes down. Uh, the senator comes down, and they take who's going to help me carry his body. I thought that was really moving. Yeah, yeah, that was good. They yeah. take Maximus, they carry him off, they bury him as a soldier. And they, they leave. Yeah, Commodus. R- Ridley Scott. I mean, it's a far shot. Oh, yeah. but Ridley Scott does this on purpose, where you see, Absolutely. you see. Hey there. You see Commodus in the background just laying like there. Like a heap of yep. junk. It's just like... Beautiful nope, filmmaking you don't, there. Yeah. You, he doesn't matter. You know? That's... No. Yeah. He does not matter it's at like, this point. thank God. Yeah. Is basically Absolutely. what everyone's thinking. Because, I mean, Maximus did not have to... Like, he could have easily got himself killed in any of these gladiator fights, but he kept going. Mm-hmm. He kept going because he had a mission. He kept telling his family, not yet. Yep. In a way. Love you know, it. He kept telling them, not yet. Because he needed, he will have his vengeance, like he said. He needed that vengeance, and he got it. He needed to he, have it. Yep. I mean, we needed to see it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if if Commodus survived this movie, it would have just been... Yeah. <laughs> it would have been for naught. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah, I'm glad we did this. this I'm finally gr- glad. I, I discovered this movie, and, you know, I... I just I, came out. Yeah, I, uh, I discovered it, and... <laughs> I uh, you know I don't know if this is a popular thing to say, but I think it's great. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I I think I feel like, and I could be wrong here, that sentiment has gone down on this movie. I, I feel like some people put this on an overrated list. Really? I, I don't see it. Okay. But I feel like I've seen that this one maybe shouldn't have won Best Picture. This one maybe shouldn't have won what it won. I mean, I disagree with all that. I've got yeah. I got no problem saying this is this is a Best Picture in a year. Absolutely. 
all the nominations, all the winnings, 100%. Yeah, and I think absolutely. actually there could have been more winnings. I think Joaquin Phoenix should have won. Uh, and it should have oh, yeah. won for, for uh, music. Definitely. So Yeah, music should have won. Um, yeah, I could have seen... I mean, even Ridley Scott as director. Because yeah. um, it won for to... cinematography, but not director, I guess. No, it was Unless nominated I... for cinematography. Oh, I don't know what I'm looking at. Best picture, <laughs> best actor, best costume and design, best sound, and best effects, visual effects. Uh, and then it was just nominated for best actor in a supporting role, best director, best writing, screenplay written for the screen. Oh, so it did win. Cinematography, this. film editing, okay, music, so and art direction. Okay, got it. Won five Oscars, Dave. Well, I said that, and then I went through the list and then butchered it. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's harder so, on the phone than on the PC. I, that's my excuse. Let's see. I'm glad I finally saw this movie all the way through. Gladiator, 2000, 19 years old. Hey-o. Hey-o. How would you rate this thing? Uh, it, well, it's 19 years old, but other than other than those few special effects things, it doesn't feel much old, much older than that at all. The The actual physical... Set pieces, practical effects, and action is completely modern. Yeah, it it's very it's a very accessible film. Other than those couple of things, uh, I will rate this thing four stars, and because of its length, three buckets of popcorn. But it was highly entertaining. It's just a bit too long. Yeah, uh, actually, when I was watching the movie, I was thinking about my rankings, and I have the exact same rankings. As boring as that sounds, it is boring. Four, I'm sorry, four stars, three buckets of popcorn. We could have treated the action here sequences there. are great, but yeah, like you said, very long. Very uh, there's there's some there's some scenes that drug a little and could have been cut out. Yeah, I mean, I think that beginning camp where they they're not even in Rome yet. That's what first forty five minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, up there in Germania, and then even some of the gladiator stuff going on before he gets to Rome. Yeah, and then I guess even some of the battles could have been edited a little bit. I will say though, it didn't feel that long. No, it's very you know? engaging. Yeah, film. very engaging. So because the story, it it sort of there's no clear path to it right until really the end. Definitely, you're not really sure what's going to happen or where these characters are going to end up, even though. Even though that final showdown between the two of them is somewhat obvious, right? You don't really know how they're going to get there. Yeah, definitely not. And yeah, like I like how you said, you know, just like you, you, even though you know what's going to happen, you still are teased with the fact that he's going to escape. He's going to, you know, find, you know, that's just a brilliant piece of screenwriting and and, and filmmaking. There, the point is just him getting back to his family, even if it's in the afterlife. Everything the characters and the film got exactly where they needed to go, right? Yeah, it's really. Beautiful film, uh, as manly as it seems and everything. It's still got that beautiful element of the afterlife and just him just wanting to get back to his family yeah. who are dead. Is this one a threat to crack the uh, yeah. the top 50? I think it'll be in the discussion. I was going to mention that earlier. I wasn't sure if this was one you had mentioned in your top 50. Uh, shortlist? Um, I don't remember either. Yeah. Don't but, but yeah, when we revisit the top 50, we'll definitely have to... Uh, when do we... Have to look at this. Well, yeah, when do we do that, Dave? <laughs> I mean, soon, probably. Well, Maybe we said we, we do it once a year, and I don't... Just, we gotta look when was back the last and, time we did it? <laughs> gotta check. Um, I'd say it's been close to nine months there. Yeah. I think so maybe might December be, we did it, maybe. Rounded up near it, yeah. I'll look it up. I, I tell you, one of the ones is I'm going to battle is Close Encounters. I I want that one. Okay. I don't know if that one made it or no. Not. I don't. No, I definitely uh, didn't. That's one I'm going to fight for. Okay. That's a movie uh, I just freaking love. Yeah, it's great. I'm gonna. Do you have uh, any in your mind? 
Um, yeah, there's a couple. Uh, Forrest Gump, I think that should be in there, and uh, notebook notebook should be out of there. <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking. Oh, you're trying to get me to spit take on the mic, Christ! <laughs> uh, Forrest Gump, no way in goddamn hell. And uh, the uh, notebook. there's no way, <laughs> no way in goddamn hell is Forrest Gump going to be in there. But yet, I allowed the notebook to be at number fifty. But, but but I'm going to fight harder next time. What? Well, I fought for the scraps on that one, but uh, <laughs> I, as I said, the notebook is out. And the next revision, it's out. So it, just consider it gone. Okay. So there's an empty slot there. So, Forrest, so I'm, I'm done so with that Forrest fight. Gump. No, the Forrest Gump. Um, kill yourself, th- a Forrest Gump. <laughs> I think others. What? Can no, be you. Out too. No, you sent me that that perfect meme. Hey, don't point at me. <laughs> no, you sent me that perfect meme that encapsulated all my thoughts of Forrest. It doesn't Gump. mean it's not bad. <laughs> it's absolutely true. <laughs> what, what was? Oh, it? Jenny only wanted him for his love and got AIDS and gave him AIDS. Oh, <laughs> AIDS for that has nothing to do with the, how good the movie was. All right. <laughs> Has oh. nothing to do with how good the movie was, Christ. but anyway, that was Gladiator. Uh, where where can they find you on Twitter, Dave? Dave underscore Quiz. I am at B Secord and ben, at Blockbuster Pass is where it. you can find the show. I get out of here. We had a fun show with Ken Knapsack yeah, uh, last week, and uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I really hope you guys right enjoy our show. Rate us on I'll iTunes and uh, all the stuff you like to uh, rate us on. And on Dave. Show, yeah wants to end the show so we'll end the show and i'm gonna end it promptly as we like to do all right folks for dave i'm ben and as always grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies